Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Good morning, San Antonio and surrounding area. God bless you. Thanks for tuning in. Let's take it to the Lord. Dear Heavenly Father, in the name and the blood of Jesus, bless these listeners. Bless me to give them the right information, but give them wisdom and discerning hearts to know exactly what they should do in every situation, every time, every opportunity they have to know you, love you, honor, serve you, but to make the right decisions and, and do the right things at all times. I give you praise and the glory for this day, and ask in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Part of, uh, I, there's so much going on. I mean, I've had people call me. I, I looked at a, a vehicle that a lady was wanting to sell because a uh, dealership wanted 2600 to fix uh, a small situation. And uh, and so I helped her instead of twenty six hundred, I got thousand. But I was talking to some faithful listeners. I guess I'll turn my Facebook on, huh? That, yeah, turn my Facebook on. Um, so the service department told her twenty six hundred, and she brought it brought it into a shop that I do business with, and um, they fixed it for a thousand. Well, that was sixteen hundred difference in it. I also told her, I said, that's a good car. I drove that car, and it's a good, good car. Uh, and she's got a niece going to college. The car's broke down, and she's in bad need of a vehicle. I said, give it to her. Give it to her. You're better off giving it to her than selling it to me and then trying to replace her car with something that you don't know about. And so she's going to follow my instructions, but... Faithful listeners called me uh, yesterday, and we were talking about service departments, this, that, and the other. And uh, they took their vehicle in, a mother's, uh, the man's mother's vehicle into a service department. And they told them the parts was 900 and 700 and the total bill was, oh, close to $3,000 to replace them and do this, that, and the other. And... Uh, Amazing, we they found the parts at $70. Good morning, Angela. Uh, I went by the lot this morning, Angela, and checked it out, and there, there was a truck there without a bed. It was kind of interesting. But anyway, so uh, they said, I, I can't believe. And then it took them a week to tell them to give them a price to work on it. A week. They said, what's the deal? I said, they're sweating everybody out. They're wanting you to buy a new vehicle. They're wanting her to buy a new vehicle. They're wanting her to have the fear that all the parts are high and all this stuff's high. And I thought this was a good dealership. And um, But evidently, their, their service department's going to work you as hard as they can about buying a new vehicle. Uh, I think they can get that whole deal fixed for somewhere around, instead of $3,000, somewhere around 500 and so, you know, you've got to be prepared for mentally, physically, and spiritually for a battle for your money. Another radio show I mentioned, lifetime warranties. Well, you're going to be tied to that dealership for a lifetime. Number one is that usually their prices are high. Number two, the warranty is high. You pay about ten times what the warranty would cost you. 
Uh, you got to do all the maintenance they tell you they got to do, and most of it's unnecessary. You got to do all the oil changes there because they don't, you know, they won't accept anybody else. So lifetime warranty sometimes means you're going to be stuck with them lifetime. And so you've got to be prepared. I want you to know exactly. Hey, go to YouTube. Find out what it costs to fix. Go to Amazon. Check parts. Go to Rock Auto. Go to your service um, in your parts houses all over town and around. I mean, it, you can find out what really is going on by YouTube, Amazon, checking. A little work will save you a little money. A lot of work will save you a lot of money. And the, and that's the uh, opportunity I want. Good morning, Bubba. And so uh, we gotta we got to be prepared for a battle. You know, it's got to the point where I think everything, every business, they're working hard, super hard, to take advantage of you. And they're all preparing and they're all trying to outrun. Has competition with dealers, competition with, I mean, televisions and, and um, Home Depot against, you know, Lowe's. I mean, has the competition got to the point where they're after every available dollar that the customer has? They don't care what they say, what they do to put you together. Man, I tell you, and prices are going up. Unbelievable. Talking to a gentleman that told me that uh, his Cadillac store, they get 20000 over window sticker, 20000 over MSRP. Wow. So you buy you a new Escalade 2021, and 22s are about to be here. So, you know, it'll be a year old soon. And so you decide to trade it in five years. What will it be worth? It won't be worth that 140000 that you gave. Probably worth, you know, depending on the mileage, you know, 40000 or 30000 or, you know, for, let's say you lose ninety grand in five years. And then another three years comes around. Now it's down to fifteen or twenty. In ten years, it can be a ten-year-old uh, navigator, a navigator Escalade. Right now, you know, a ten-year-old one is subject to be seven, eight, nine thousand dollars, depending on the miles. So you're going to lose a hundred grand, a hundred and thirty grand. Take my advice: do whatever your little heart desires. But I hate losing, especially that kind of money. And, you know, you've seen these commercials where this car and this motorcycle is going down the road and money just flowing out the back, and it's on insurance. Of course, insurance is going up. Uh, I had a lady tell me they doubled her insurance. And she don't. she's retired. She don't drive much. But I guess due to her age, I don't know. So insurance costs more money. Well, of course, that Escalade is going to cost a lot of money because that's a high-dollar car. Give us a call here, 830. Um, no, no, no. No, 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 no. no. Back up. Give us a call here, 210-340-9585. Good morning, Don Duffy. 340-9585. That's 210-340-9585. There's no dumb questions. None at all. I mean, you're probably going to ask the question that 40, 50 people need. And so we're all in this together. We all want transportation. We all want freedom. Freedom. Well, our government don't want us to have freedom. The city don't want us to have freedom. Our our choices. You know, uh, vaccination deal. Uh, you, you know, they uh, they tell everybody that when it comes to abortion, 
you know, you got it's your choice. What about that vaccination that doesn't work? Isn't it our choice where we can take it or not? What's next? Is it vehicles? The next choice is electric vehicles. Do you want an electric vehicle? Hey, they're going to force them down our throat. I guarantee you. It's coming. The manufacturers have already agreed to build electric cars. Well, I was coming. I bought a little old truck out of Malton, Texas. A teacher, a special ed teacher, real sweet lady in Malton. And so I was coming out of Malton, and I stopped to get gas in the truck I'd bought because I was towing my little Toyota behind it. And there was six spots, and five of them was taken with electric cars, but nobody was in them. So they were all in the convenience stores. Hey, these convenience stores, they tell me Bucky's got a bunch of them. So, I mean, hey, come on inside and spend some money and eat some junk and and spend some time with us while we're charging your battery. I don't know what it cost. I don't know how. I guess it takes a while. They, somebody told me it take at least an hour, maybe two hours. So you're out on the road. When Yeah, but, you know, old Randy's got the idea how to fix it. And how come they don't do it? I do not know. Let's put two alternators on two wheels, and as you go down the road, let's charge the battery up. Yeah. You know, we got bearings that don't take much to move them. Hey, those cars are fast. You might take a little of the horsepower off. You'll never know it. Put two alternators on it. Let's go down the road and let's charge the battery. You know, we're going to have to live with electric cars. I mean, they're going to jam them down our throats. They're not going to back up. The next way of controlling us right now, it's the vaccinations. The next wave is going to be, you know, climate control. All these storms. We've got less storms than they had back in the 1900s, early 1900s. But, oh, no, their memory is short because their agenda. So what are they going to force us in next? Electric cars? Forces, they're trying to kill the the economy. They're trying to drive businesses out of. The city of New Brunswick is trying to drive me out. Every time I turn around, I get a notification something's wrong. My lighting has been up 15 years, and now they're wanting to give me a citation for glare. Isn't that crazy? They're trying to control me. They're trying to put me out of business, I guess. But my lights have been out, so I drive by. And the dealership next to me is a lot brighter, a lot glarier than me, but they don't say nothing to them. So I've got to work with them next week on, on something I don't really want to do, or, but I'm, I'm going to have to answer to them. They want to control you. They want to show their power. The city of New Brunswick sends me a citation uh, every, I don't know, every two or three months. Now, the last time, you ready for this, they want to control me? My weeds were too high. So I took a picture of it. My my lawn guy that does that lot that uh, we store stuff on, he had some issues and he couldn't get there. But I showed him 10 pictures of lots and areas around, people living in houses that was a lot worse than mine. I showed it to the judge. He laughed about it and said, get out of here. And then I showed him where I cleaned it up, of course. I cut it. But, I mean, why people, they're wanting to control us. See what's going on, and how I'm going to tie this to the car business. You see what they're trying to do? They're trying to hurt business. They're trying to pick on certain people, you know, because maybe maybe they're listening. Maybe the city officials are listening to my show, and they don't like my politics, you know. 
And they're mostly young, right out of college. You know what college teaches them? It teaches them sociologists, uh, uh, and they're, they want to be socialists, and they want to be communists. And maybe that's the direction they're going to go. But see, what's going to happen is what are we going to have a choice to buy? Manufacturers right now have shut down a bunch, a bunch. And so where are they at now? Well, Toyota says they're going to cut production 300,000. Is that for one year or forever? I think what's going on in the, in the manufacturing business is when they overproduce, who pays? And I, I've asked a bunch of car people, and they say, the customer pays. Oh, no, the customer don't pay. When they overproduce, they have to put rebates on cars. And the, and the new car dealers don't tell the customers about the rebates most of the time. Some of the time they do. And then they, they try to forget it. If they advertise it to get them in, then they forget to put it on the deal. And most of the time they take it and they swallow it, so it's pure profit. And if they don't swallow it, they give it to the customer as a down payment. And as that down payment comes in, then they, then they get the deal bought and they they sell it to a bank or credit union. Good morning, Robert. And so they sell it to a bank or credit union. So they escape. They have no responsibility, no accountability, no nothing. And so who pays for when they overbill? The manufacturers. They have to put rebates on. They have to buy notes down to zero. So they're the ones paying. So maybe they're getting smart, a little smarter. Maybe let's build these cars. The old school way back 40 years ago is that you had to have it sold in order to order it, in order to get it. So the new car dealers lied about it. Like I said, I think last week, man, I had all kinds, all kinds of new cars bought. I probably, some days, I don't know, maybe had two, three hundred because they would hammer, hammer my name down there in order to get inventory. But the manufacturers that way didn't have to put these big rebates on, didn't have to pay the interest rate down to zero. So, you know, maybe they're getting smarter and they said, we don't know what's going on with this government. They don't, we don't know what's going to change. We don't know the direction we're going to go. We, we know they're trying to put us out of business. They know they want us to build electric cars. Maybe they're going to bring NEO in from China. And so here we go. They don't know how it's going to end. Well, they still want you as a customer. They're still going to try to beat you up. But they're tired of the new car dealers getting rich and then whenever they get overstocked, it costing them money. I've I've seen when the rebate's five thousand. You know the rebate was fifteen thousand, or zero interest rate. But people got so excited about the zero interest rate that they took it, and you had to have excellent credit. They took it instead of the fifteen thousand. You'd have been better off taking the fifteen thousand, going down to Randolph Brooks, get you a great rate, get you a real cheap extended warranty. When, when it came time due to get extended warranty, you wouldn't need gap. You wouldn't need extras. You wouldn't need all that other ginger they try to throw on you. And you'd have been better off taking 15000 Well, that 15000 was coming off the manufacturer, not the dealer. Now, the dealer will represent that they're giving rebates and it's coming out of their pocket. Liar, liar, pants on fire, man. I'm going to tell you. Uh, you know, when I started in the car business back in the 60s, I know, that's a long time ago. I was born in 68. Yeah. And so in the 60s and 70s, 
90% of the car dealers told the truth. Now 90%, maybe 95% lie. I mean, I thought that was a good customer on the caravan that my uh, softball buddy, uh, Russell, he took it in, and they wanted way too much to fix it. And it took forever. They were sweating them out. You need a new car. Come on in here. Let me say you a new one, and we'll take yours damaged in all. Hey, yours is no good, no good. I think that's in Proverbs, isn't it? No good, no good, no good. And then when they own it, oh, man, this is the best caravan in the country. It's worth a lot of money. But when you're trading, it's no good, it's no good. You know, we want to steal your trade. But, you know, we're going to help you out. We're going to take this thing, and we're going to pay that $3,000 bill to fix it. That was probably 500 you can get it done for. So, you know, they're going to work you at every angle. Are you prepared for that? I mean, I'm getting calls every day. Yeah, I went to the service department, and they told me, I'm about to and not now, but you're about to spend eight to 10000 on this vehicle. You know, I had one of them say that, yeah, I took mine in, and they said, you know, these transmissions are not very good. Well, you're, you sell that manufacturer's product, and it's not very good. They don't last. Well, Ford quit building cars. They're going to quit building cars because their transmission, the quality of their car is so poor. Unbelievable. But shortage of cars, and desperate dealers do desperate things. Uh, I had a, a good customer, friend of mine, call me about a unit. And new car dealers offered a lot of money. I said, now, uh, I had new car dealer back up on a customer this week, and I bought their trade-in. Uh, they didn't trade. I'm sorry, they inherited the vehicle. And so he brought it to me, and he told me, he said, what will you give? And I told him, he said, oh, no, I got 500 more at a uh, new car store. I said, well, take it to him. No problem. I said, but I'm giving all I can give. Amazing he came back. Well, it's because, hey, some of these guys won't, they'll say anything, do anything to get you inside the door. They, hey, they can't, they can't capture you if you're somewhere else. Come on inside the door and we'll do it. So I told this guy, they offered a lot of money for his truck. I said, well, go collect it. But if they just happen to back up, keep me in mind, come back and see me. Because I said, I can prove to you, I'll show you. I put your car, your truck, and it is a nice one. Way a great condition report. And this is what they're bringing. But, you know, desperate dealers do desperate things. He may give that kind of money. But I got a feeling the time they get there, they're going to, they're going to cut him back some. But I, I usually beat the big independent used car lots because they have to buy their vehicles. And they don't have a body shop, a service shop, or parts shop. So they got to make their money on the purchases. And their overhead is tremendous. See, it all gets back to overhead. How much overhead? What it costs to open the door? And due to the government, due to what's going on, we're going to see all kinds of stuff going on. We're going to see, you know, insurance go up, taxes go up. They're going to try to, they're going to, try to penalize people who own property. But what else do you do? We're going to be in government housing, everybody? Are we going to, you know... I buy foreclosures, and I'm working with several of them now. We, me and uh, a partner of mine, the best real estate lady I, I know, uh, we're selling a house right now. 
but we just bought a house, and we buy foreclosures too. And I try to put a, the people in a foreclosure in a camper trailer so they'll have somewhere to go, somewhere to live. Most wholesalers don't do that. So I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly, cars, trucks, cargo vans. Oh, I need cargo vans. I got one bought this week, and it, it was tough, but I got one. Uh, cargo vans and houses, any condition. This house that we're buying, it needs probably 80000 spent on it, you know, to make it look right. So give us a call here, 210-340-9585. And uh, if you know somebody, we can save their credit, try to put them in a trailer, you know, and I'll pay you. If I you bring me the person to lead, I'll give you 500 if I get it bought and get the deal done. So give me a call on the good, the bad, and the ugly. Hey, and go to YouTube, Randy Adams, Inc. That's Randy Adams, Inc. YouTube. Watch the videos. Subscribe. Uh, I'm trying to get my uh, guy, my assistant, Jake, to get me on Spotify. I'm going to work on getting on there so you can get some past shows. I'll fill it up as much as I can. But I, I'm trying to give you information. My job is to give you information. My job is to do the best I can, to give you the truth, to tell you what's going on, what I think the future is going to be. But your job is to take that information, get the wisdom of God, and put it together and make it work. And so that's what I want to do with you. I want to give you the information, but it's your job, your job to make it work properly, correctly, order, and biblically. You know, and so... I love Proverbs 1.5, let the wise listen and add to their learning, and let the discerning get guidance. You know, the big secret's the car business. The big, big secret. It's amazing how big what a secret is. We keep the values of loss just like an Escalade. Ten years from now, it's probably going to be worth ten grand. You like losing 130 Oh, that's not counting insurance, maintenance, upkeep, uh, breakage, this, that, and the other. You know, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and discipline. Fools despise wisdom and discipline. You know, I'm giving you information. I want you to get wisdom. I want you to put this information into action properly, correctly, orderly, biblically. Because I, well, I don't know what's going to happen to this country in the next two, three years. I don't want no notes. I'm a blessed man. Uh, my mother taught me Dave Ramsey's uh, system when 65 years ago. I know the difference. I know what, and I watched the devaluation of the peso. I was buying and selling cars to Mexico when that happened. Buying and selling cars going to Russia when the ruble crashed. I know what they're doing to our money. I'm seeing. George Soros is bringing this country down, and I guarantee you he's betting on the puts, the drop of the dollar, the value of the dollar. And he's making billions, and he's taking that billions and help bringing this country down. So do you want to be tied debtor's prison for the next seven years? I hope not. You want, you know, six years? We don't know what's going to happen in the next 18 months. I think there's going to be some changes in the 18 months in cars, trucks, houses, um, trying to make a living, insurance going up, taxes going up. Um, I don't know. We're seeing so much going on, and I want you to make decisions today that will pay off tomorrow. Proverbs 1.5, good morning. 
Margie, how you doing? Uh, Proverbs 1.5, let the wise listen and add to their learning. And that's what we all need, but let the discerning get guidance. Listen to me because I live, eat, and breathe the market. I want you to know exactly what's going on, what your car's worth. You know, there's a lot of people out there trying to buy cars right now. You need my opinion on it. it don't, hey, give me a call, 830-708-4789, and I'll tell you what I'll give for it. Got a lady down in Shiner, Texas, has got a couple of units, but they they got a lot of rust. They've been sitting. They need work. You know, you can't expect for what the cost nowadays to get things running, to get them fixed, to get them going. You can't expect a lot of money out of them because it just costs so much money. Plus the travel, plus you got to have a record to move them. And I've got ways of selling that stuff. I buy the good, bad, new. I just bought a, uh, a Dakota that didn't run. So, hello, Margie. Uh, I put Berryman's B12 injector cleaner. You can buy it at Walmart. And a quart of transmission fluid in the gas tank. That's the best, cheapest tune-up you can make. Behrman's B12, white can with red lettering. Full can in your gas tank and a quart of transmission fluid will tune it up. Clean your injectors. Hey, dealerships make a fortune on changing dirty injectors. God bless you. We're going to take a four-minute break, and we'll be right back. Everybody drives a used car. You need to put a whole armor of God on one next time you're getting ready to buy a car. Be sure and go to YouTube, Randy Adams, Inc. Learn, listen, and subscribe, and be sure and listen to my radio show every Saturday morning, 9 a.m. on 6.30 a.m. The Word. Hello, listeners. Again, this is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly, and I tell you about the good and the bad and the ugly about the car business. What's going on, the $5,000 over window sticker deal? Well, there's some dealers that don't do that, so shop around, talk to them. They're going to get window sticker right now, MSRP. But some dealers want 5000 They got a little Mickey Mouse saying on it they add on there to the window sticker, the MSRP. Some dealers are even taking it off, you know, and if you happen to be in one of them dealerships, make them print it out. Make them bring it up. You know, they're trying to hide everything they can. So be prepared for mentally, physically, spiritually for a battle for your money. So, you know, we, we've got to go through this, and it's, it's a tough deal, and we want transportation, but we don't have a choice. We do want it. Hello, Bart Baker. And so, uh, hey, and today, today at um, uh, 1015, I go to, to Easy's at Bitters and 281. 1015 uh, Easy's opens at 11. You can go in there and we'll sit down and have lunch. Uh, and But from 1015 to 11, I'll talk to you, give you options, explain things, what's going on. Buy your car, buy your truck, buy your house. It don't matter. Whatever you got for sale. So be sure and think about if you happen to be in that area or want to come over and meet us. And that's Easy's at 1015 to 1130. Had several calls about people looking for new cars this past week. I deal with uh, Covert Auto Group, I think the best dealership in the country. I've done business with Rocks Covert for 40 years, over 40 years. We've never, ever had a problem. And when money's a factor and you never have a problem, that's a great relationship. But Covert Auto Group, I get you a new Cadillac, Lincoln, 
I don't know. I haven't talked to them about uh, how much over uh, MSRP Escalade is. But I get you Chevrolet, GMC, Buick, Jeep, Dodge, just about anything. So give me a call. I'll set you up on a brand-new vehicle. Um, I, I think they've got some Explorers that I've helped some people out with. I like Explorers a lot. I'm a Toyota fan. I love Toyotas. Um, and uh, I've got, I can get you a new Toyota. But they're real short on inventory, as everybody is. But I think the manufacturers are tired of giving their, their profit away while the new car dealers are making so much money. I had a dealer of a large group. One of the managers tell me they're averaging seventy five hundred profit per vehicle selling, seventy five hundred profit. That's pretty strong. So, you know, and then so I don't know if this market's ever going to correct. I don't know if where prices are ever going to come down. I don't have the crystal ball on that. I know what's happened in the past. I know that things turn around. I know the greed of the manufacturers, but I think they all figured out that. Their greed over production has cost them a lot of money over the years. And I think they're afraid of the government. They're afraid of what's going to happen. They're afraid that the government's going to shut us down again. They're going to be in the same situation. They're going to have to buy down the notes. Good morning, Donnie. And so I think these manufacturers are going to be a lot more conservative on building and overstocking the dealers. And that makes sense to me. Because I mean, fifteen thousand when they were given zero interest rate, fifteen thousand rebate—that's fifteen thousand out of their profit, not the new car dealer. New car dealer sells the note; they swallow the fifteen thousand, or if you take the zero. But you had to have excellent credit to get the zero. So think about the future of what's going on in your budget, in your life, in your need. You know, but do you ever feel? beaten down by the past mistakes, and choked by the desires that we know were wrong. You ever made that bad decision and said, why in the world did I do that? Who The devil made me do that. I don't know who made me do that, but man, maybe my emotions. Hey, I owed them today. I owed them auctions today. Donnie would be down there and Danny. Great auction down there. I wish I had time to get down there. Maybe I need an airplane. I don't know. I can't fly. So anyway... Uh, be sure if you're close to Odom, run over and see Donnie and Danny. Uh, and so, and Tay, tell them you heard on this show and that you sent them. Maybe they'll send me a little advertising money. It's tough getting anybody advertising my show because a lot of people don't want the truth. A lot of people scared what I say. A lot of people don't understand that the truth is what I'm, I'm putting out there. The everyday happenings, everyday situations that I see with my customers, owing too much money, bought something they don't intend to, got emotionally buying something they wish they hadn't. And so, you know, you've got to be prepared. But, you know, we get beaten down by our past mistakes. We get choked by our desires and that we knew we're wrong. Knowing the vehicle costs too much and the payment's too high, knowing the dealer's making too much money. But you know what? We're running around. I paid ten thousand more for a van the other day than I should have. That would have—I take that back—ten thousand more than it would have been two years ago. The same van, but here's the key: Have we got to the point where money's not worth nothing anymore? Or have we got to the point where the 
we know that nothing's going to get cheaper. It's going to continue to get higher and higher. Do we know that these property prices are not going to stabilize, continue to go up? Well, I mean, everybody in the world, there's a subdivision in west side of New Braunfels. They say that there's three blocks of nothing but California buyers, three full blocks of California buyers. They came down and bought new houses and moved to Texas. We got people moving from every direction. That's going to cause a shortage in inventory. That's going to charge a shortage in, in housing. And in New Braunfels, in the area, Marion, Seguin, they're building new houses as fast as they can, and they're getting them sold as fast as they can. We're in a buying frenzy like nobody's business. A friend of mine sold his house for 425000 Oh, man, he was bragging about it. I said, but have you got another house? No. I said, have you looked? He said, well, I'm going to start, but I got 425000 I bought that house 20 years ago for 160 I said, okay. But you have spent that four hundred twenty-five thousand. Replace it now, and I hope you find something you like. I hope you're in an area you like. Same way in a vehicle. I had a gentleman trying to trade a vehicle uh, this week. I said, "Okay, I'm giving you a lot of money for this vehicle, and I like to have it. But I'm gonna tell you the truth. It's gonna be tough for you to replace it. Have you got another vehicle? Well, I got one, but I, you know, it's not very good shape. But it'll ask me to find something else." I said, "What I'm paying you, you're going to spend on the vehicle to make make yourself happy, and you may not make yourself happy. You know, I've got a lady thinking about trading me a truck that uh, is a 19. You know, and she don't need it anymore. She's she's going to take the money that she's got in that truck and put it to work, make it a business, make it work, look for the future. She's making a wise decision, and I'm giving her." as much or more than she paid new for the truck. But she's using that situation in a wise move and make it going to take that money by a dump truck. I have some dump trucks. I've got all kinds of trucks, big trucks, 18-wheelers. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. And so I've got this stuff available, and I can get you whatever you want. And so I've got it available, so she's going to make it work to her advantage. So, but, I mean... We we got to think things out. We got to pray things out. We need the Holy Spirit. Uh, have that relationship with the Holy Spirit because if you really want a relationship with Him, you got to figure Him as a man or as a person or as a woman. Maybe a woman and a woman. I don't know, but you've got to make that relationship work. Just like every relationship in our life. I mean, if you're happy with yourself, you're content with yourself. Insecure people chase after love. Secure people attract love. Which one are you? I hit that with a person not long ago, and they quit speaking to me because they're so insecure, never happy. Well, there's only two kinds of people in the world, takers and givers. Takers are never happy, never get enough. That sounds like car salespeople. Never get enough, not enough profit, brag about themselves, boast about themselves, be insecure, but Givers are happy. They give and they love giving. They love helping people. They're content with what they got. You know, I mean, so what are you doing with your life and your possessions and the opportunities that you have? I was going to, here's what I want to talk. And and so I want you to make the right decisions. You know, 
Love means putting others first and being unselfish. Love is an action, showing others we care. Well, that don't mean nothing in a car dealer because car salesmen will put you in a bad position and you're not going to pull yourself out of it. It's going to be a tough, tough situation. And Hebrews, you know, desire only the best for your children, yet we all want comfort and convenience. What has changed about a little sweat equity? What has changed about putting the effort in? What has changed in what we're trying to do? You know, to be wise in our speech, we need to be use self-control, and our words should be honest and well-chosen. Well, the car dealer's words are wise to make you to buy their, your product. They'll work, they're going to work on you so hard, it's unbelievable. So hard. They're going to work on you. Yeah, Donnie, you're right. We got to remember 9-11. You know, the, everybody's trying to go against our country. The people that saved, all those people that died, you know. But we got we to stand up for ourselves. And we've got to get this Democrat Party out of out of here. We've got to vote Republican. I'm sorry Facebook Live will knock me off and put me in jail again. But I'm going to tell you, this country is, is was built on God's Word. It's strong. But we're letting probably 10% of the people control 90% of our people of this country. And uh, I do remember 9-11. I do remember when I go to the airport. I do watch around. I'm more concerned concerned of what's going on and around me at all times, you know. And so, but, you know, business and government are often based on greed, money, power, and even no morals at all. They'll do anything at any cost. They'll lie to you. They'll cheat you. They'll tell you anything they can to put you in that position, you know. But Solomon in the Bible gave us Practical insights and guidance for life. We got to make decisions for ourselves. Who do you rely on? Who do you rely on to make your car's decisions, your buying decisions? Who who can who do you rely on to control your emotions? That self control needs to be in us. We need to listen and and speak wisely and think wisely. And do the right decision. Make decisions today that pay off. That's so important in my opinion. Because we really don't know what's going on. We don't know. We're going to get hit again today. But we're going to get hit again. I mean, we cannot let the what's going on in this world. We, can't, we left $100 billion worth of dangerous weapons in Afghanistan. Some of that's going to filtrate over here. They're going to sell it and do something. They can sell that technology. They can sell those products, you know. And so I want you to be the best you can be. Be prepared because I'm not sure how this 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 country is going to be in two years from now. Uh, I hope that I'm wrong. I'm hoping that we take back over the country. I hope that this election coming up, that we vote all the Democrats out. Every one of them, we need them gone. I'm sorry. Because you're not going to be able to, we're, we're devaluating the dollar fast. Are we going to, there's 9 million car notes, 9 million car notes 
past due 90 days or more. When are they going to hit? When they, When's it time to pick them up? Are these banks tired or scared of picking them up? See, I mean, the car dealers are going to take the losses on those nine million. Not going to take the loss. The banks are going to take the loss. And then y'all remember November of, of uh, 2018, the government bailed out the banks for $750 billion. That was car notes that went south. So the car dealers are getting super rich. Selling the notes, the banks, they they get themselves in a mess. But then here comes the government printing money and bailing them out. How can this continue to last? How can the stock market that prints money continue to last? We're we're on false we're on false ground. That's that's all there is to it. These billion dollar buyouts from these banks, are, and billion dollar buyouts of other businesses, they print the stock. Most of it, they give them a little cash and a bunch of fresh, brand-new printed stock. And and we can't continue to go that way. Can you print money? No, you can't. And if we print too much, our money keeps, the value keeps going down. You been in a grocery store lately? I went zipping through there Saturday afternoon with a little hand basket, picked up some stuff for dinner and, and stuff for Sunday. And time I got there is... A little over a hundred dollars. I mean, a little hand basket. I mean, where where's our value of our money gone? What's the value you're going to have? I want good, solid transportation available. That's what I look at. I want good, solid transportation that's paid for, and that if if the everything goes south, I'll have ways of getting around. I might be selling bicycles in two years from now. Surely it looks like electric cars 10 years from now. Well, I'll be selling electric cars. And then, you know, someday Elon Musk will figure out to put alternators on them wheels. But I'm going to tell you what the government's telling him. We're not going to give you these billions to help Tesla, and that's what they've done in the past. That's why he's super rich. We're not going to give you these billions if you put alternators on the wheel on the tire. Well, hey. Just think about this. What if we're all driving electric cars and we all plug them in at night? We, are we going to have lights left? Are we going to have air conditioning left? Are we going to have our heaters left? Electricity going to be scarfed up? Good morning, Angela, again. Uh, is everything going to be upside down? I mean, if we're all driving electric cars, hey, and we'll be renting electric cars, won't we, Angela? Yeah, let's rent some electric cars. They can go 90 miles. No, not if they put alternators on the rear wheels. We're going to have to figure out. Maybe that's they're going to keep it that way so they can control how far you can go. They want to make every decision for you, so they want to lock you in. You only go 90 miles before you charge up again. They want to control us. They want to control our buying habits, our thinking. I want you to think outside the box. I want you to make the decisions that will help your budget. Have you some money left at the end of the month? Have you a future where you can retire, even though we're not going to have Social Security after I don't know what year, uh, 2034 or something like that? Who knows? You know, they, ever, is the government going to be busted? Is Social Security going to be busted? Or is your retirement going to be busted? Seven other countries, they took the people's retirement. Can that happen in the United States? Why not? They're going to take our retirement. 
They're going to have a tough time getting mine because I don't have a 401. I don't want one. My investment is on today. I want to be productive today. I want decisions today. I want stuff that will keep its value and be productive later on. Diamond's not going to be worth nothing. No, if, if things go bad, if we don't get the right people back in our government, we're going to suffer. I want to be prepared for that day. I want exactly what's going on. I want to make better decisions. I want to know how to fix something. I mean, how to get by, how to survive. Because you've seen what's happened in the last eight months. It's not been good. Not been good at all. And it's going to continue that way. You know, poor poor old Democrats, they got their feelings hurt on some tweets. Oh, isn't that something? You know, that's one th- good thing about uh, changing my life. You can't offend me. They've Hey, I've had people call me and call me everything in the world for telling the truth. I'm telling you, they don't offend me. I blow them off going down the road. Yeah, I could care less. You can say what you want to about me. That way you stay off of somebody else. I'm Randy Adams, learn to buy and sell cars.com. Hey, be sure and tell 20 people Randy Adams wants to buy the good, the bad, the ugly, cars, trucks, houses, uh, big trucks, semis, dump trucks, uh, skid steers. I'll buy anything that's legal. And, and tell 20 people to go to YouTube, Randy Adams, Inc. That's YouTube, Randy Adams, Inc. God bless. Hey, this is not a tape show, so if you're over by Easy's, I'll be there about 10, 15. And uh, I want you to, if you want a new car, give me a call. I got the best people to deal with. Uh, I've never had them do my people wrong. So I want you to have that opportunity. If you need one, if you can afford it, two kinds of cars afford and can't afford. Man, them can't afford's are miserable. Your wife will tell you you shouldn't have bought it. Oh, man, she get on you. You know, knowledge is good, but there's a vast difference between knowledge, and that's having the facts, and wisdom applying those facts to life. You know, we, admit, we may amass knowledge, but without wisdom, our knowledge is useless. We must learn to live out what we know. Put it in action. Be in control. If you think things are not going right and you've got some salesperson of anything, I mean, if they're selling you TVs, if they're selling you anything, you know, and this government sells a bunch of lies. But, I mean, if you're uncomfortable and you don't feel right, hey, these boots are made for walking. Walk right out. Don't get in that situation. You know, we gotta we got to think outside the box. We really do. we got to think what's best for ourselves, our families, our future. And I want you to be prepared. Don't waste your money. That 40 hours last week that you worked is gone. What would you do with that 40 hours? Where would you spend it? Did you spend it wisely, productively, or did you throw it away? How would you like to pay a hundred? Of course, I guess those people can afford it. How'd you like to pay $140,000 for an Escalade? And going down the road, man, the value drops every mile, every day, every way. I mean, I got a buddy of mine I I used to talk about, bought a $130,000 Mercedes, and he bought a throwaway car. He come up to me and said, I want a throwaway car. I said, throwaway car? You want to throw it away? And they said, no, I want one I want to put a bunch of miles on instead of putting it on my Mercedes. 
I want to keep it low. I've got a same man, a man with a high dollar, super nice truck, and he don't want to put the miles on. I sold him a three thousand dollar junk truck to run around, do the stuff out in the. He has a ranch, and he said, "I don't want to beat up my nice truck. I want a rough old truck just to get around the ranch, and not hurt my the value of my truck." The man that had the $130,000 Mercedes, he put a bunch of miles on Impala, got great fuel mileage, brought it back to me when it had 150,000 miles on it, and sold it back to me, and went back to driving his Mercedes. But, you know, if he'd have put that $100,000 miles on that Mercedes, $130,000 Mercedes been worth twenty grand, you know. So he made a better decision listening to my show. Tell 20 people, hey, listen to Randy Adams. I've got three shows on, four shows on right now. Go to learntobuyandsellcars.com, Randy Adams, Inc., YouTube, and tell them, hey, call Randy Adams. You're going to deal with me, not a computer, not a young salesperson. I had that lady that listens to this show, and I was super busy that day. She was hurried to sell her vehicle. She went to another buying center, and they rated her car as rough because I looked it up later. I'd already offered her a lot more money than she sold it for, but she said, Randy, the, la- the young lady seemed so sincere. Now they rated your car rough, and you had a super nice car, so they downgraded it to 3000 and you gave it to them, and they went and made them three grand on the car. Get the second opinion. Call me, 830-708-4789. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Cars, trucks, houses, vans. It don't matter if you have a company and you need to downsize, get rid of the junk. Call me. I just took four non-runners in trade. Four non-runners in trade on two good trucks because the company needed two good trucks. So I buy the, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Give me a call. But I want you really to get into Proverbs and read a chapter every day and see what's going on in your life. See if you can make an improvement on your life. Because I'm going to tell you something. We need to be prepared for the future. This future looks a little bleak with with the Communist Party running our country, trying to control you, trying to make your decisions. Can you make your own decisions? I've made my own decisions, and I'm growing more and more every day trying to make better decisions. But I'm trying to make better decisions on this radio show to help you, to get you to understand the good, the bad, and the ugly about decision-making, about vehicles. God bless you. Hey, and another thing, hey, forgive everybody. 99% of addictions are tied to unforgiveness, mother, father, or spouse. Don't carry that baggage. God bless you. I love you, listeners. Give me a call, 830-708-4789. Have a great one, Donnie. God bless you. You too, Angela.